All right, you're listening to Apologize on the Fringe, a leftist atheist podcast sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. We are your hosts. I'm Dustin. Sweet baby Jesus, I'm Alistair. <laughs> and I'm Sam. Sweet baby Jesus, huh? Sweet baby Jesus. That's what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> what is that? That's a sweet ass can. It's actually really good. Um, probably one of the better chocolate peanut butters I've had. But it's, yeah, chocolate peanut butter uh, porter from Duclaw Brewing Company. Does it not have that sometimes... You know, after, bitter aftertaste is some of the chocolates tend to, tend to... It does have the bitter aftertaste, but I like the bitter. Okay. So. I got the gay beer again last week on the gay beer. The last week of the gay beer. I'm going to be a little bit sad to see the gay beer go, because it's, it's, because it's been in it, my fridge. It and I get shoots to see it. everywhere It does every time it. you open it. As one so that's going to happen halfway through the show. I'm gonna, you're going to hear me be like, oh, fuck, as like gay beer gets all over me. <laughs> yeah. Caliente. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, so, but it's funny because I, I, every time I open my fridge, it's just gay beer right there. <laughs> I didn't get to get a good beer. This uh, a great beer. I actually kind of did this on purpose, but I got the uh, the Yingling Hershey's. It's it's still I still think it's a good domestic. It's probably one of my favorite domestics that that I can pick up. That's easily and readily available when I'm at a when I don't get to, I didn't get to travel this week. I was stuck at a few select locations. I mean, staffing is a piece of shit right now with Omicron raging and just staffing issues. Speaking of staffing issues, because you know. There's a labor shortage, you know, people quitting in jobs people and mass exodus. Don't, people don't want to work. People don't yeah, want to work. People don't want to work. That's it. That's the problem. It's 100% that people don't want to work. And, Nothing uh, to do with the fact that companies don't want to pay. So speaking of people don't want to work, one of the fastest, actually, one of the fastest growing subreddits to hit our all recently died this week. It's it's just been taking Taken private. Right. Well, it popped admin, back up today, but it is still falling apart. Yeah, admin and mods, um, they took it down because um, one one of the mods, so apparently they took a big poll to find out if people were okay with interviews with the media. And it was almost like a unanimous, no, we're not doing interviews. They're going to twist you know, what we say. They're going to fuck this all up. Well, one of the mods decided to go on, of all fucking stations, they chose Fox News to do an interview. And, yeah. So, from what I saw, it was poor camera quality. She was unkempt herself. Uh-huh. The, room, her, the room she was in was messy it as looked, shit. It looked like a depre- very depressed person's room. And some of her... And they, res- were, they were swiveling back and forth in their chair, like fidgeting. <laughs> So, representing or discussing a subreddit that's really devoted... So, let's talk about what anti-work actually is. So, uh, it is basically what it is, but a lot of people are there celebrating them, their stories of leaving shitty workplaces mm-hmm. and encouraging others to, you know, get out of the this, this culture that... Society has instilled on us that, you know, you just, you know, strap your bootstraps and do the job anyways. I think the goal is ultimately you're going to start treating uh, employees right or you're not going to have employees and you're going to lose your business. It was a Um, thriving separate of people who mm -hmm. were, you know, celebrating their stories of leaving and finding other places of, you know, telling their bosses exactly, you know, some of the text they would get that was just outrageous, you know, like you know, you know, come in or else sort of thing. And they're like, well, fuck you. You know? And so they were celebrating this, this movement, this mass sexist of people leaving. And then they get this mod on, on Fox news to give them the exact fucking talking points that they wanted. They, I, they Fox news couldn't have like written that better for them. Yeah. Like it went perfectly. You could see the smile, like the Cheshire cat <laughs> on his face all the way up. <laughs> 
I mean, she's literally portrayed that all we are, all millennials especially, are just lazy and don't want to work. They gave them that talking point that they can just play over. Yeah, there were so much they could talk about, about uh, uh, living wage, unions. Wage inequality. There's, yeah, there's so much you can touch on. I mean, even if they were completely anti-work, they could talk about a basic basic income. Mm -hmm. She was like, what, she, she worked as a dog walker for 25 hours a week. Is that what this person did? That they, they they said that they worked as a dog walker, but they wanted to teach, and that's when the Fox News interviewer, when they said they wanted to teach philosophy, the that's when the interviewer like was losing his shit. He couldn't sustain his straight face anymore because he he literally hit gold. He's like, this is this is exactly what he wants because. The viewers that's that's all the viewers want to see us as they you know they they think the anti work movement is solely because they don't want to work and not what the reality is. So one dumbass mod fucked up a lot of shit, but I, I like I think it's going to continue. The movement isn't going to end. Um, that was probably the largest place where everybody like gathered I to mean, discuss the, the, the stuff. But Reddit didn't create the movement at all. The movement was already starting. And Reddit gave it a place to, like, sh- people a place to share the stuff. But the, it's, Reddit didn't start the movement. And it's, you know, it going down. There's already Facebook groups for anti-work that are r- rather large. Like, it's it's going to keep going. Nobody's, like, just going to stop, you know, Now they have an immediate soundback to come back to. That's exactly the point I was going to make. They have an immediate soundbite. They're like, they have, like, that person was the exact, like, Example that they use to discredit the movement, and it was but right that, there. They can play that shit all at once. It's not going to stop people from being fed up with well, their workplace. It's, I, it's, I, I, saw, the thing. It's, I saw what went on yesterday and today. The, the subreddit is back up today, and there is still a lot of drama going on there because uh, I, I'm baffled that there's how do you, do you know how many mods there are? Uh, I don't. I do not. There's. I know there's at least three because I keep hearing about them. I don't know if there's more than that. But amongst the people that that were there, that's who they chose. Like, are... she, she claimed that she had, uh, you know, she had done media before. Okay. Um, they didn't choose. That's the thing. Nobody chose her to do it. She chose to do it on her own. That's why everybody's pissed off. It wasn't a collective, oh, you're the best choice for this. No, she just went out on her own to go do that interview. It, it's Okay, so the drama that went down is my biggest fear and my biggest criticisms and really my biggest fear in the leftist movement and humanity in general. Because you see, as happens in leftist revolutions all the time, the people at the top of those movements are... Are end up actually being fascist hypocrites that as soon as they have a little bit of power, they flex it because as soon as people were criticizing them on their platform, they were banning people left and right and shutting it down. I'm like, like if your whole movement is about leftism, communism, socialism, anti-work, and then you're acting like a fascist dictator that's silencing anyone that's saying anything different. Like, that's kind of what it reminded me of. And I was like, this is what I see all the time happen to leftist movements. We don't need an enemy to tear them apart. They do it themselves. I but- don't think, like, once again, Reddit isn't the movement. And Reddit is never going to be a movement. It was just a place people went. The fucking anti-work movement, I think that's, like, instilled in a lot of people now. And, like, it's not going to... Fuck. Think about the fucking... 
hospital this last week where like what was it five seven employees or something like that tried to get a new job 12 12 12 employees tried to get a new job with a one company um, that was paying better and gave them better options the employees went to their current employee the, the whatever hospital it was and put in their let them know that they were leaving gave them time to put in a counter offer and instead of trying to keep their workers with wages, they went to a court to file an injunction to keep them at the workplace. That shit, as long as there's stories like that in the news, it's going to, like, the anti-work movement is going to keep going. As I mean, long I'm, as employees not... are treating their employee uh, employers, are treating employees like shit, the movement's going to keep going. Uh, as in, I, I mean, it, I, I agree with you, but also... As a microcosm of ideas and as the not the literal term of memes of ideas being viral. This is this is a hit to it in general. It is. Um, but to expand it, just to give provide information for people who want to look it up. Um, it was Thetacare Regional um, Medical Center. And this was in Wisconsin. So they were going to go to a place called Ascension Northeast, who was going to offer better wages and the injunction, I'm pretty sure the judge granted, which allows the Thetacare to retain those employees, those 11 employees, actually 11, those 11 employees from leaving the employment until they can replace them. And I'm pretty sure Wisconsin is an at-will state. It, it's an at-will, but when you get into um, nursing, any kind of like caring for others, they many states have um, abandonment laws, which are pretty much saying like... If you're a nurse and you have, you're say you were working in elderly care, and you you you're working like later at night, your coworkers are all gone, but no new coworkers, their replacements have not all come yet, and you can't leave. If you leave without somebody else there to care for those people, you are abandoning your patient. And so they that's that's what I believe they used to get that injunction is saying that, you know, they're they're abandoning their patients by doing this. But once it goes into court, I think the judge saw, now you had the fucking time. And so he reversed that. But yeah, there is that it, it's this weird they're at will but in some instances, they are legally required to stay at a job if it means that you leaving could cause somebody to die. I'm kind of with both of you on this one. I know you know it, it didn't start and it won't end with Reddit, but it it caused it, it, obviously it now gave the right, you know, the people who blame the millennials for and for the laziness. It gave them the cannon fodder that they that they wanted. They have it and they have the soundbite. They have the video. Um, I don't know if it's going to kill the movement, I don't but it's going to cause dispar- it's going to cause disparity. I think. I don't, I mean, I don't e- think even even, not- even discourse amongst moderates like it was already changing minds. It, it, like I I looked at the discourse outside of leftist bubbles, and they were like, "See, like even moderates and JoJo, like those type of people, are going to cling on to that." They're like, "That's exactly what they think of the movement," and they had it handed to them on a plate. The the new subreddit is uh, work reform. Uh, that's the one reform. that reform. We don't want fucking reform. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it's it, it, the, the movement has been struck with how hard left that was. And now the follow-up movement is going to be more centrist. I don't know. Um, 
I don't think it's going to have as big of an impact as you're implying. I mean, that's I mean, they're, they're the going <laughs> Fox News is still going to talk shit. They're, you know, they didn't need that. They wanted it, but they didn't need it. They had plenty of bullshit talking points they can uh, could have presented. It wasn't. It wasn't just like it wasn't the Fox News that was the nail in the coffin. They did it to themselves. Yeah, let me ask you this. So let me ask you a clarifying question about uh, some some of what some people view anti-work is the movement, and then what what I think it may be. So I know that there's it's a lot about you know. So some anti-work are like we shouldn't have to work for basic things that we need, things like that. So there's there's that camp, and there's the other camp that says. I shouldn't have to be treated like this and underpaid to do these things to afford the things I need. Which part of the movement do you think is the bigger is the bigger movement? I, I think that I mean bigger part of the, of the actual anti-work subreddit. Yes, yes, like I said, work reform is the the previous. I, I, I think that's that's what probably most people in there are thinking is reform. We want better wages. We want to be treated better. But most people are are fine with. Like our system now continuing the way it is with some modifications. I mean, I I um, want Star Trek. You know, <laughs> I want if, elaborate, sir. I never. I'm not, I'm not a big Star Trek fan. You are. I was not. No, I was, was not. not. I watched and so in so much as my I'll shit on my dad again so he can text me about it later. Um, he made, we watched the Next Generation at least almost religiously, but I don't recall because I was too young. Star Trek is probably the biggest example of a big fantasy sci-fi universe that is actually a communist socialist society that has been perfected the people in that universe that have jobs want it for the prestige not the money like the people in that universe if they want to live a life at home then that is provided for but they work not to sustain a living, but for the prestige of having that job or having a career. I mean, you can't you can't do away with um, with work. I actually just had a conversation with somebody the other day. Pretty much, he was saying like I'm kind of sick of doing this every day. Going into work, it's like I'm a worker. That it it kind of feels like that's primarily what you are. When you don't want to be just that, you want to have a life of your own and stuff. But the thing is, like, work work can't be eliminated. But what we can do is have jobs that are fulfilling to us. Exactly. Um, you know, if if and, and, and our current system prevents a lot of people from getting into fields that they would feel satisfied. And then when you do get into those fields, you're not paid enough to support your family. Teachers are a perfect example of that. Teachers go into teaching most often because they want to teach kids. There's a passion there. And then they get, like, fucking next to nothing for pay. They get shit on constantly. It shouldn't be that way. Like, nobody's job should be that way. I, we, we go to work, if you, especially if you have a fucking passion, you should be able to go to work and enjoy your day. This is something I love doing. But when you have when you're in our current system even if you love your job like love the actual work you're doing most people still hate their fucking job they hate that they're they like you you feel tied to it the current system also allows them to be overworked and underpaid that's the yeah so like they're they're stressed because and they're working to live too because if they stop working they will literally die yeah uh because they're because they're not paying a live like they literally i mean i don't know what the percentage is i don't have the stats but i would say there's a large number of americans who literally do live and have to live 
paycheck to paycheck. They miss, you know, two weeks. COVID that's, caused that's, a lot of problems I, when people I, were out. I say all the time that the system we have in America is built this way. People are like, oh, it's the system's broken. It's, it's made to put people in a situation where, like, the health insurance crisis is is designed the way it is designed. It is not an accident that people have to worry about their health. They want people to be working themselves to death so that they can pay for the basic things because if they're too busy doing that, they're too busy to rise above anything and challenge anyone in power. Work, work is like a basic part of life. You're, you can't eliminate work from because even if you decide to go completely off the fucking grid, take your family somewhere, there's still you have to work the land, you have to get your animals taken care of, you have you know work your home, yeah, you're, you're, work, you're, work you're, is always going to be there. But it, even in that way, though, like you're getting the fruits of your labor. But when you the have food a- you grow is going to you, and nobody is getting the fruits of their labor in our, our current system. It's, we get fucking the breadcrumbs the, of the, the labor. The point is that if wealth is wealth and power, not only wealth, like communism, leftism is not about just wealth. Wealth equals power, but it's wealth and power. If everyone is brought to an equal playing field then the workload is shared because right now the people at the top are basically are anti-work. They're not oh, yeah. working. Oh, yeah. Everyone is working for them. Well, they we, don't fucking work. We they have that. thousands, millions of people working for them so that they don't have to work. And if that workload is shared by everyone, then everyone gets to work less. And everybody gets to work. And the rules change. And that's the thing, though. It's not just about the people not working because they have so much money that they like they were born with so much money. They never had to put in a real day of work. But then you have a lot of people that like legitimately cannot find jobs at all. Um, you look at uh, the houseless population. There, you know. And but the thing is, is we have enough jobs. The issue is not a lack of jobs or anything like that. It's the fact that they pay so fucking little that people have to get three jobs. They have to work until they're 60, 70 years old. They have to work so long that they don't make space for other people, especially when some of those older people are working two jobs, too. You know, and, and to the point you both kind of made earlier, if uh, if they all played by the same rules, I'll be damn stupid that the rule changer, the rule makers, if they were doing the job that they that they the rules would fucking change to make the working environment better, safer. You know, well, and I mean, better managed. Think about DoorDash; um, they released that they were requiring all of their employees, even higher ups to do work at the bottom level, at least like so many hours or something like that may have just been one day. Um, and they fucking threw a fit. The thought of having to deliver food for a day was too much for them. Um, they went on into media and throwing little temper tantrums. I can't believe I'm going to have to fucking work. <laughs> because to the, to the top, it's the actual work is beneath them and not the, you know, only only the peasants should have to do those jobs. Only the people who they need that they can pay little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. to. And that's why that. so many people treat service workers like shit. Because it's they're we're they're we're below them, you know. So I mean I don't I don't know if the move the movement itself took is gonna it's not gonna it's obviously not gonna die because of anti work being being crushed, but you know, the the, the form that allowed that it really did it was a large movement, a large form that would maybe push this person who saw the who saw everyone else leaving their shitty jobs. It would push them to seek better. And when with when when you don't have that community, 
They know, have other communities that are exactly... They have an anti-work group on Facebook that does the exact same fucking thing. Twitter. A lot of the anti-work shit ended up on Twitter. It may not be concentrated in one place, but it's it's the, it's all over the fucking internet. Yeah. You can go to any forum and probably find something anti-work there. Out of curiosity, let me go to Telegram and see if there's an anti-work Telegram channel. Is that easy? To, is, is it easy to define like groups like that on Telegram? They uh, have public and private ones. I mean, so. um, the, I, I'm trying to look at the anti-work. What what drama's working at anti-work and most of the memes now? Or most of they're allowing memes against it. They, one of the things is anti-work users, and it shows a bunch of like workers and hard hats, and they're like the anti-work mobs, and they show a picture of dog walker in there, <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, that, I can't. I can't believe how juicy of an interview he get. The, she gave Fox News and just the, the the talking points they can play all fucking year. Whenever people are talking about work reform or you know things like that, they get the, they have that talking point. But it's only gonna be valid for people who actually watch fucking Fox News. So and those people probably already believe those things. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's been change. spread around. Like I said, it, it like the JoJo's of the world who we, we have to talk to and be like, no, this is legitimate. <laughs> like. You want to hear? What, I'm waiting for his uh, diatribe of like 500 paragraphs to come up on Facebook. Oh, there'll be a like, we like I said, the centrist, so, the people on the fence. What are they thinking about this? So I guess it did. T- I mean, I'm sure it took a hit for those, but well, we know by and large, at least the movement won't end. But God, what a shitty I one think person. It, one person was able to just bring down an entire fucking basically. A, not so much community, but they they brought they did bring down a community. Yeah. That's I like that wording more than I like brought down the movement. They did bring down a community, um, a rather large community, and now the community is divided, and that happens a lot. But it doesn't necessarily like to me the anti work mu- movement is something that's inside the heart. We carry <laughs> well. it with us. <laughs> Just we were talking about Fox News. Oh man, There's- Fox News! So you guys, literally, and this has happened so much, and it's it, we're literally the day after we record. I'm probably still editing the previous day show, and fucking Fox News. Tuck Carlson, Tucker, Tucker Carlson lost his damn mind. I'm kind of hoping he was trolling. Honestly, I don't think he was but because he, he wasn't the only one. There were a lot of people actually complaining about the Eminem redesign. I mean, part of the strategy in that is to get their viewers, cultists, up in arms over this woke culture war that's happening. That's the main goal of it. Is but my question is, like, he caters to the save the children uh, crowd. Why the fuck wasn't there a soundbite going around when it was announced, like it was revealed that Eminem and all these other chocolate companies were using child slavery? I was kind of <laughs> wondering if he was doing it intentionally to save them from that because everyone was saying that this was people are saying that it was like a cover up thing. I don't think it, it was, was. It was a cha- It was a way to change the discourse. The di- there was no fucking the discourse. Was, listen, this I- happened a year ago. There was no fucking discourse. Everybody looked no, no, the, the other the, way. The, the the lawsuits coming up. The, it was all announced a year ago. Yeah. One of the lawsuits. It was announced a year ago. One of the, the lawsuits, lawsuits. It's not one lawsuit. Up. It's multiple lawsuits, and one of them is already done and over with. Yeah, because the Supreme so the, Court no, killed the, it in July. Right. They're not fucking talking about it. They don't fucking care. Honestly, I didn't even hear about it until now. And, I did, it, it, no. was, it was such a it was such a non-starter, non-conversation. In fact, I heard more about Eminem changing their redesign than I ever heard about them it using child slavery. It did more to bring up the child slavery. 
Like if it, it like it couldn't have been cover up because there was nothing to cover up because nobody was looking that direction. And now because Tucker lost his shit, now people are looking at the direction of uh, Eminem, Hershey's, whoever else is involved in at these the lawsuits. The Ivory Coast cocoa, something, yeah, uh, cocoa plant. Like it, 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 it revealed. It didn't cover up. It revealed this that like i i didn't hear about that i really i truly didn't there's I did it not just hear about was it. it nobody was talking about it for the last year nobody has been fucking talking about it eminem redesigns it and Tucker you know loses his shit. some people were really fucking smart people other people knew about this and people took that opportunity to bring this into people's attention and it worked and i'm glad people did, did that but i don't think it was an intentional cover-up on Fox's part at all. No, if, if, if Tucker Carlson, and I'm going to quote him because it's because it's fucking outrageous. But I, I, I don't think I would ever even heard about it or even, you know, because it definitely wasn't being talked about mm-hmm. that they're that these major companies are literally using child slavery. I know there were eight or 11 defendants. The Supreme Court in an 8-1 decision in July of 20 of last year just dismissed the, the lawsuit. Uh, because none of the actions occurred within the United States, so it didn't. So, it, so the Alien Tort Act didn't apply. So that's why they denied it. I'm not sure of the other lawsuits. If you said there's multiple, I'm not aware of those that are going on. But if it reaches the Supreme Court and those actions again out, occurred outside of the U.S., I can imagine you know even with this uh, the same same Supreme Court, it'll be even be denied. So there's no real way to stop them other than people stop not buying their products. Like, that's the only thing. And when you only have, like, a few real choices. Mars and Hershey for, controlled majority yeah. of, the cho- of the chocolate and cocoa products in the United States. That's pretty much all, all we have, at least here in the U.S., there are some others, but like they're they're just as accessible, but oftentimes they're higher priced, and a lot of people are going to go with you know what's cheaper there. I kind of want to, but I just want to make fun of Tucker real quick. Can I? Didn't he lose his shit over Lola Bunny too from, on the Space Jam? The yeah, Space Jam it's part. Yeah. It's part of their attack on the culture war. Like, why? What is their? What is their obsession with sexy cartoon fictional characters? You think they watch hentai? Oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you did to activate Google there. <laughs> <laughs> did I activate your Google thing? Yeah, you activated my Google. I, act- I remember I activated my Siri on my watch like two weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know. I accidentally do that. But I'm gonna quote fucking so. So apparently both the brown and green M&Ms, and Sam, you're going to provide some insight on green M&M throughout the history here in a second. You said you wanted to. They received new footwear transitioning from high stilettos to lower block heels and tennis shoes that Carlson dubbed as less sexy. So I'm going to quote him here. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. You wouldn't want to have a drink <laughs> with any God. of the M&Ms. Swear to God. And that's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've de- we have achieved equality. They won. He watches hentai. He has Tucker, to- Tucker Carlson's he's, he's really like, hey, Eminem, you should smile more. <laughs> you know those <laughs> those ads on porn sites that have like the Family Guy orgy. Yeah, ads on porn things. sites. He, he's 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 the one. Those are for. He doesn't last. <laughs> he won't last thirty seconds playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the. The, the green Eminem's been through several redesigns. Anyways, I saw a post that. The, it's trans. Yeah, it was originally a male centric, but they made they made it sexy. That's what I was gonna say. I I watched a compilation of uh, Green Eminem from the from them introducing the redesign, 
Uh, it was oddly it the the green M and M was always oddly sexual. Like it started out with them playing like saucy music and the M&M being like, hey, guys. And then the other M&Ms, the red and the yellow one, like drooling over themselves. Over I her, bet like, that is in response to the there was like a, a thing that people people used to say the green M&M makes you horny. And I bet you anything that's, you know, once that started being a little rumor, it's old. I haven't heard it in many years, but like when I was a kid and I moved around a lot and it was a common thing that people would say the green M&Ms made you horny. Make Tucker Carlson horny. Yeah, and I, I bet Christ. you, I bet you that has something to do with. They um, don't put little shoes on the candies in the bag, yeah. but they're they're linked in some way. The the sexualization of the green M M&M and M and that rumor. I bet you anything are linked. Whether people started the rumor based on the character or if the character's based on the rumor. And uh, he also turned to the orange M M&M, and M, which uh, apparently appear, makes him appear makes the M M&M and M appear more anxious. Maybe he doesn't like all the ugly new shoes he sees around him. Maybe he likes the sexy boots. Maybe the orange M&M is a secret sexist himself. This guy, I, I, can't, I can't believe he, he's, this can't be real. I, our, for, our future I, president This here. can't be real. I won't fight you. Okay, this but can't when be real. you think about Tucker Carlson there is there for entertainment purposes only, it's entertaining. That is entertaining. It is. <laughs> <laughs> He but, but like he's I said, terrifying, it, it, but he do, he does say some terrifying, entertaining shit. But thanks to him, though, literally without without this being circulated throughout TikTok, and then now bringing light the things that I had no fucking clue about, I really didn't know about the trial. And now that we know, if that gets pushed around, because fucking TikTok is a machine of information, mm-hmm. and that gets spread around fast. But it's also a machine of information inside of a bubble. So That's nobody true. outside of the Tucker Carlson bubble. Is they're not going to hear about that part. They're going to hear about the non-sexy boots. Well, I don't. Maybe peop, some people think that tennis shoes are sexier than high heels. I don't know. It is sure a someone does. So when I have two TikToks, I have one that's leftist TikTok, and no, one no, that's you, you only have one now because you only stick to the, the sock account. No, I one. do. I go to the other one. Do you so bounce? Too, okay. Yeah. Um, although I was watching TikTok, I think it was last night, and the kids like, "Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "What." They're like, you're openly watching TikTok. And I just like grinned. I'm like, not just TikTok, conservative TikTok. Conservative talk? <laughs> they just got up and left the room. But when, like, on my main TikTok, I go there and you and I see the same videos. But when I go to the, even like the non political, just funny shit, it's completely different fucking content. I don't see the same, like, Oh, I can't think of an example, but something that has absolutely nothing to do with politics. You would expect to see it in both platforms. You don't. Wow. I, didn't... I don't see anything political on mine. All I see is it thinks I really like fish. <laughs> like it thinks I like sea life a lot. And I do. I, lo- I enjoy it. It's got a good algorithm. I will, I will credit TikTok with having one of the best algorithms for you. Know, I don't know. It's pro- I could probably like mine a little more, but sure. I enjoy looking at octopi. I saw a joke that was like... Uh, Youth leader being like, stay off TikTok, kids. You only see a bunch of naked ladies dancing. And they're like, uh, bro, it's That's algorithm. the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have thirst traps. I do yeah. not have thirst traps on my. It, tra- it tried to push thing. them to me at first. Oh, they tried, yeah. Like, when I was fresh into TikTok, they were pushing that. They're like, huh? Naked ladies dancing to hard music? <laughs> I'm like, no thanks, bro. 
I actually have some of that on my main one. Um, but, <laughs> <Intentionally>. <laughs> well, pole dancing is more what I have um, on, on my leftist TikTok. It's just for the skill, just for the talent, obviously. Yeah, just absolutely. For the that's, that's it. That's Man, it takes a lot of skill. That's my favorite sport. Um, but... Uh, the conservative side, man, their their shit's just not funny. That's because like, conservatives aren't funny. Well, we know they can't. They don't mean. have humor and they don't have art. Conservatives don't have art and they don't have humor because fascists gonna fash, and that's why they hate children. It's like oh. when I'm on my leftist TikTok, I'm like legitimately laughing at stuff. When I'm on conservative TikTok, I'm laughing at them. You Didn't know, they try like, to make a joke at the RNC that fucking bombed like horribly? Like it was a really terrible fucking joke. I don't know what it was. Like they tried to tell like this right this conservative joke, and it fucking was just the most awful I thing. I don't remember that. But You're one hundred percent right, Sam. Like they really they're not fucking funny. Yeah, they have, like they I, don't have the because they don't because they the best comedians honestly the best comedians I know are left leaning atheists. You know mm-hmm. they're 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 non-religious. They're for the for the most part the, the liberal ones aren't funny either. Like who who would you say is a liberal is a liberal comedian? Uh, I mean just just how the comedy is being sanitized to the point where I don't find anybody new funny. Oh, uh, okay, no. So all my it's usually like the dark shit. Like is what yeah, I exactly so yeah. dark shit. Actually poking fun at things. Yeah, like you know you were saying with South Park, like Jimmy's character, like. You know, the new comedians that are under this... I I have a problem with woke culture, too, and Zoomer culture. We were discussing that at Ask, too. Uh, They can't take a joke, so their shit's not funny, either. They they woke so hard, they woke themselves into being fascist. (laughs) And and all jokes are canceled now. Yeah. When you woke your way into fascism. Woke fascism. Speaking of fascism... Some fascists got like fucked up over, over the weekend. <laughs> uh, Patriot Front was it? Patriot Front, yes. They... Oh man! So you shared. Uh, I saw a video on TikTok that you'd already seen, but I want to talk about. Let's get to that thing. So the, the best one was the shield training video. Yeah. So first, let's like set this up and tell people what happened. Cause okay. <laughs> so Patriot Front, for those who don't know, they used to be named um, Vanguard Amer Vanguard America, I believe. Um, and they are the ones, so James Fields, when he was marching at Charlottesville, the guy who killed Heather Hires with right. the a car, um, he had a Vanguard America shield. After that, they changed their name to Patriot Front. Um, and they're, they're, we've talked about them before because they're the ones that get the Penske trucks and they do flash demonstrations. Wait, was that the rental truck Nazis? Yes, yes. Okay. Same group. Um and they, they ran they did so it, fast, though. They did it again in um, December, and like there's, we were watching the live stream, and there's things that were revealed. We wondered about things in the live stream, and it came revealed. So they were, they these people, they have a presentation. They they like they don't won't present themselves as Nazis. They say something like um, European something instead. They they do everything they can. To avoid, like, a public um, appearance, appearance of, of being an outright Nazi. I'm going to put a pin in that. So, they've managed to get into some conservative circles very easily, including March for Life, which they've been marching at, I believe, since 2014. Um, which is, like, the anti-abortion um, thing that's in D.C. every year. 
So while they're in the middle of this uh, march Friday, um, the March for Life, they're like towards the front. Everybody's like, you know, filming them, calling them out. And then there's somebody there who's like, hey, Unicorn Riot just <laughs> leaked all of your chats, all of your rocket chats. We have them all. <laughs> and, like they can't react. They can't do anything. But yes, it is fucking everything the training videos are my favorite the training videos are great there is one too that shows them um uh they're they're done filming and they go zig heil or whatever that's why i said put a pin in that because he said zig fucking heil yes and then he goes we can say that now that we're done meaning we're done filming he didn't realize he was on camera they have real strict rules i went and read all of the rules that they have um and it's, it makes sense why so few of them have been docs. Of course, they also can't, like, they only have 220 members or something like that. Um, but, yeah, like the whole organization, like, he's a fascist. They're fascists. But he, like, rules, like, with an iron fist. Like, you can't, um, he pretty much has rules against talking to members outside of their platform. Like you can't signal message, um, another member. You are not to refer to yourself using any real name. As soon as you join the organization, you're assigned a new name and you're to use that name. Anytime you deal Wait, with them. Wait, they men in black, these motherfuckers, huh? They men in black, these motherfuckers, like you would get they all new identities, you get new names. Um, they, he has rules over what they do with their personal social media accounts. Um, one of them is kind of discouraging them from even becoming friends with each other. Like they don't, he doesn't want his members knowing about each other, like their real identities. He avoids that as much as possible. Um, so it's also hilarious that all this shit got leaked then. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's, he, he took, he went to great amount of effort, but yeah, all it took was they had some infiltrators, people who went through the process to become members and they just fucking, that's a while back. It was about a month ago. There is a, um, Patriot front meeting and it was getting towards the end and you hear somebody who clearly was one of the infiltrators go, man, I'm done talking. I want to listen to some music. And he plays some like clearly Jewish song oh, and, that was. and just lay, let it go. And you hear everybody in the background going, hang up, get off the call right now. Everybody off the call. <laughs> so you sent me a video of um, their shield training, their phalanx yes. sort of kind of. I don't know. The, the shield line. Um, it's it was pretty shitty field line, but somebody said it to Bill, said it to ben, Benny Hill, and it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, it is great when set to Benny Hill music. Anything is. You could set anything to Benny Hill music. And that's hilarious. Uh, we have more fast shit to talk about. Unfortunately, we're not done there. There's uh, a lot. There is a lot. Uh, let's talk about some. So. Trump obviously lost the Supreme Court. We talked about that uh, last week or the week prior and 700 pages of documents. Well, some of those documents have been leaked or there's something have come out because we now know that Trump had um, basically almost utilized to seize voting machines. That was the thing. In Arizona, well, I mean, not just Arizona. Um, that was, I think, yeah. just overall, you can get the voting machines. Yeah, he had an executive order. Like he had, there was so many things that were the uh, unsigned executive order ready to be ready for his signature for things. And then there were also now that come out about these fraudulent and alternate electors. 
mm-hmm. to say that in the states that you know Trump did not win and that, that Trump won. That one actually came out a while ago, and uh, we we didn't talk about it, but that's been going around for a week and then uh, or for weeks. And then I think they've just tied it to Trump's organization that was making the plans, doing. I think he may have been involved in it. But now, even now, recently, um, we have a fucking conservative member of Arizona's state house that has proposed a mammoth overhaul of the state's voting procedures that would allow legislators to overturn the results of a primary or general election after months of unfounded allegations and partisan audits. So it was introduced by Representative John Fillmore, and it literally says that the bill would require the legislature to hold a special session after an election to review election processes and results and to accept or reject the election results. Literally, the ability to overturn the will of the people. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is elected. This is elected fucking representative in fucking Arizona. So, and I mean, and it's... It's pretty much, if we don't like the candidate our citizens chose, we're going to put who we want there instead. I've it's, seen I've seen a lot of people pointing out that uh, America is doomed for fascism. I don't think there's anything we can do to avoid it. It's going to happen in our lifetimes. We're in the phase right now of the legal fascism. It's going, we're, we're in the starting phases of it. Like, more and more of that stuff's going to start being pushed through. I want to quote him here, because something he said towards the bottom... I took a screenshot and sent to Al, and I was like, what the true intention of this may be. But I want to uh, do a full quote here. I don't care what the press says. I don't trust ABC, CBS, NBC, or Fox, or anybody out there. Everybody's lying to me, and I feel like I have a, hundred, a couple hundred ex-wives hanging around me. This is not a President Biden thing. This is not a other red-headed guy thing. We should have voting, and this is, the, this is the part that really got to me. We should have voting, in my opinion, in person one day on paper, with no electric, electronic means, and hand, hand counting that day. We need to get back to 1958-style voting. When black people couldn't vote. They, they really couldn't. That was before the 1965 Voting and Rights Act. There was a lot fewer people, too. There were also a lot fewer people. I actually looked it up. The stats in, uh, in Arizona in 1958 was 1 million versus 7.1 million last year, uh, in 2020. Sorry, not 2021. In 2020, there were 3.33 million um, voters that day. I looked it up. They have 748 voting locations. 11 hours is how they're open. You know how many people they'd have to process per fucking minute to get all those voters? It would be insane. It right. would be insane. It would overwork the poll workers. It's just, it's, just not, it's just not valid to have a one day. Plus, that also means that everyone has to be able to take off work that one day. He's literally making it hard, and especially because it's harder in places like Maricopa County, like where minorities are, you know, in, in, basically in larger cities, they make it, a, they disenfranchise them, make it a lot harder for them to vote. And he's wanting to go back to an era where we can make sure those people don't get the chance to vote. And then if they do vote and select someone they don't want, now they can overturn that election. That's not fucking democracy. That's literally, like Sam says, pushing the country towards fascism and just making the line, drawing the line even further than redistricting maps and gerrymandering. They're literally taking it one step further to be able to say, we don't like the guy you voted in, we're putting our guy in. Fortunately, this is just a bill. It has not passed yet. If it does pass, I imagine that they'll, they're going to get sued immediately. Immediately. I, I, like, there's no way, the way, everything about this bill, there's no way they can get through this without getting sued. Of course, then it ends up 
in the Supreme Court's hand, and what are they going to do? Which, I mean, I I doubt they would uphold that. But but this this just tells you the state of mind that the elect the the representatives that are currently in place in these states, these people that are making decisions on the bills in those states, that that is the mindset they have that they think they should build to overturn elections, have fraudulent electors. Mm-hmm. Because they, if 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 our guy loses, because they know they're in the minority, we say it almost every fucking time we talk about a general election, they're in the minority. They're they're willing to do whatever they can to cheat. That's that's what the, that's the goal. Cheat. It's and we're seeing it all over the country with Knoxville's redistricting, districting. All these places are redistricting, and it's it's one hundred percent to cheat. Yeah, because they 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 have to. They they've lost the. Since George Bush, the, the 2004, ever since then, there's not been a Republican candidate to win the, the, the popular vote. And so in, in last, the, the last election, that, you know, that state only won, they, uh, Biden only won by 11,000 votes. That's all it took, you know. It's, He's, yeah, I think we're probably, like, next, next, uh, next election's going to be a shit show. I think it is, too. I think it's I, absolutely going to be I a think, shit show. I think that's where the real fascists are going to step up. And, and that's why I'm at least, I'm, I'm grateful that um, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer has decided, has announced his retirement while there is a at least minor slim majority in the Senate um, to be able to get Biden's pick in. We don't know who that pick is. It's too early. It was literally just announced um, this week, and I think the, I think Stephen Breyer officially announced his retirement today, uh, Thursday the twenty seventh. But we don't know, you know, what kind of person um, they're going to put forth. And the right is already bitching that they're that that Biden's going to put some super left judge, knowing full fucking well that Trump put in three super right fucking leaning judges. They don't like. They're so the hypocrisy is astounding to me. Biden's going to put in a goddamn centrist. Probably, he, but it'll be a centrist black woman nominee because he's. Made <laughs> oh, that sweet! I mean, they have. Clarence Thomas they exist, is a piece of shit. you know. Oh, I'm sure like, they do. I mean, if if they can if they can have um, Candace Owens, then I'm sure there's going to be someone that they can find that's centrist. It so. may be someone more like Candace Owens than centrist, even. Can- I mean, and my worry is that if he does try to go the route of getting what we consider a. You know, a left left leaning judge. Then, what if Joe Manchin, you know, is the one fucking holdout? Because we know that the the GOP will be fully against it, and they all and all, all it takes is just one. And that's the thing. Like some of the stuff with government, like you got to consider who you are addressing. Like it, it, Biden doesn't get to make decisions on his own. He has these people below him that, you know, have to go through and, you know, pretty much approve shit. And when when you're in that situation and you know, okay, if I put somebody with these views there, this one person or these two people are going to prevent me from doing it. I got in a debate today on Facebook with somebody like bitching about Democrats. He was mad because he tried to run and the Democrats like refused him. And he lives in a county that is primarily Republican. And it's like, you know, like, I don't agree with this. I don't think it's like, I don't like the way our system is. But unfortunately, there are times when you have to look at your demographic and you have to decide what like do I have to give up some here in order to get these things, and and then 
you know, if we, they can't do everything what they want. They, their, their goal is to make as much change as they can. And I'm not like trying to defend Democrats, but I understand to some degree why things are done the way they are, because you're, you want the votes, you want to get somebody in there. And if, if the majority of the people on the left and are, are technically centrist and not on the left, you have to appeal to them and it sucks. It's shitty. I don't like it. I, I, I it's the whole two party system when there should not be just two parties. Well, mm. another problem is that the left is just never as unified with each other as the right will always fucking be because it's not, we aren't the left and the right. We are the left Middle and right. And then there's like in between the left and the middle and the right and the middle. There are people there. It's this big ass spectrum and we've divided divided it into two and we expect that to fucking work for us. It's not going to fucking work. (laughs) Yeah, but at least we won't get a... I say at least we won't. I don't know. I hope we don't get some super... We won't get a right-leaning judge, but... Even if we replace Stephen Breyer, who, you know, it's a lifetime appointment, unfortunately, we're still faced with a six, there's still, the the right still has a 6-3 majority, and, you know, John John Roberts has already lost control of of the other five. And I doubt any Republican is going to step down on their own, so, like, come on fucking COVID. (laughs) Clarence Thomas is pretty old, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty old, and he's a son of a bitch. He is I, a piece of shit. He's, he's one of the. He's yeah. a pure he's, piece of shit. Some of the opinions he writes is just pure it's, dog it's, shit. But I, he's he's gonna be like so fucking stubborn that he will he will do refuse like, to die. Yeah, he'll ref, he's gonna refuse to fucking die. Just like Mitch McConnell, Jesus yeah. Christ. He, I was uh, reading an article today about how he was taking um, he his wife. Takes bribes and he votes for the people his wife takes bribes from. Sounds about right. I mean, it's it's just they they that's what the government does. They because we're know, a corptocracy. We're not are. a democracy. We are not a democracy. Yeah, it's it's like, a fucking joke to think we're a democracy. How many corporations elect people and then they vote for the rights of those corporations? That's the country we live. How in. How many people sitting on government get like private consulting fees? And what do you think those consulting fees are? It's going to be like, or in anything that's like this mysterious job they're doing that nobody knows about. Those are fucking bribes. They're literally allowed. To, if I think, if I think, I remember the last OA episode. They're uh, unless they can get the rules changed, they're literally allowed to sit on the board of for-profit companies. Yeah, the ones that they invest in because they're uh, allowed and, to, and their spouses apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot needs to change, but it's, I, I think Sam's right. I think that there's an inevitable change because to fascism because the right has secured, you know, because the voting rights bill is, that we talked about is dead. They've secured a path um, of sowing discourse against Biden. We already saw the Virginia governor. Virginia had a huge was had a you know huge point swing for Biden in 2020, but lost Virginia governor. That already said that already spells kind of doom for 2022 because the. You know the the center, the centrist, the moderates—they're not swayed by Biden. He has a you know he has a somewhat low approval rating, and so 2022 is going to be a shit show. 
and the uh, on top of you know well them not being motivated to vote the midterms always go towards yeah. the other party like that's normal because we, we people are fucking it. stupid and they are so oh I don't have an opinion who should I vote for if you if, like sit nobody is fucking stupider than people that don't know their political it's, opinion it, it's, people that are swayed back and forth are the stupidest people in the world it's that and you have the issue where people don't pay attention to midterm elections or local elections and then like once your president is in power the one you wanted people were like all right we're good for the next four years and they they stop going out yeah. to vote and like they become the thing is is like especially right now i don't think now is the time to withdraw your votes you know what actually if you don't want to vote for the president fucking i don't give a shit Honestly, I give a shit. But you like look at your fucking local government because you have the people in your city, your city council, your um, county commission, school board. Those directly affect you. You can't just sit on your ass and let whoever fucking you know get elected there. Pay the fuck attention. These people are in charge of your children's education, which is probably a good good segue to our next topic. (laughs) Before we move on, I do want to say though that I think it's I think it's critically important to vote for the president every time because yeah. the president is only, it's only it maybe only lasts for four years but the appointments to the federal judiciary and to the supreme court it, you, is it, fucking to, lifetime to, to, say, to say that you can fuck around is 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 absurd yeah uh, i, th- I think gotten, i think it's cruel because of the because of the power the president has in appointing the judiciary the even if who, you're who even if you're going to make an argument rulings, about lower rulings supreme rulings those are lifetime appointments, not just the four the, years. My so. issue with voting for a president is that many of us have so much stacked against this, where our vote pretty much doesn't even, count. Even that, even that, even that, they want like in Tennessee, that, all we can do is help a president your over enemy the. Wants you to have. The only thing we can do in Tennessee that's is help. Exactly a, how they want you to stop think. Stop it. That's how they want you to think. They want you to it, think. It's that, fucking well, matter of fact. We can vote for fucking Biden all we want because of our electoral college. It's not going to fucking do anything in Tennessee. Then, in then Tennessee, then it doesn't fucking matter and do it anyways because it's still fucking important. Right? It's still we, not an argument against I, but it. We, but it like, Al, what I'm saying is they understand why in Tennessee. Why if you're in Tennessee but e- and you, I, but I, I even there's certain then, states. Even I mean, then. like. Even then, even, like even that like half line, like voting is important. You are always going to be voting for the lesser of two evils because human leaders are evil. That's human nature. The only people that are going to be vicious enough to get to the top are going to be evil motherfuckers. You are never going to not have an evil motherfucker at the top of the food chain I because that I was is the human nature. Here. <laughs> like, why is Sam going on the anarchist rant? Because, because, because of the co- topic that's about that we just segue to before I went to so. Speaking of, you know, running for school, school board, order. what did fucking McMinnville do? So McMinn County. Oh, McMinn County. Sorry. McMinn County. Um, I, I used to live the next county over. Um, so you know this what a is, wonderful place it is. Yeah. A, yeah. So this, this county is so fucking wonderful that I'm almost positive that um, a few years back, someone ran for a local office in this county with the slogan, Make America White Again. No. I got temporarily banned from UT because of him. Um, UT. But, oh, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I do remember that. But so they had a school board meeting last night. It was last night where they ba- banned Mouse and Mouse 2, which for listeners who don't know, apparently some people read these books in school. I did not. I read them about 10 years ago. Um, 
it's like graphic novels by Art Spiegelman. Sp- Sp- Spiegelman, yeah. Um, it's about his parents' time in Nazi Germany, and you know, it's the hol- it's describes the Holocaust, but they do it in like the mice in the story are Jewish, and the cats are Nazis. Then it's all like it's graphic novel, so all illustrated. Um, the school board says that. Um, they all of a sudden started getting a bunch of emails about the language in the book and the fact that they showed young mice being hung. I and thought there was something about nudity in there as well. Maybe the mm. mice yeah, were nude. I've heard some, but the thing that I read was the mice being hung. But like, okay, first off, we need to clean up. These the are cost, animals. Yeah. Like, you got to take a shitload of books out of children's libraries if you're worried about fucking nude animals. Um, I think I think uh, Kayla said, well, wait until they hear about Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But the thing is, it had nothing to do with the fucking profanity. It had nothing it to do with sexual. the images. I think that's the main thing about nudity for children. Or or content for children. There has never been a study like all this is bullshit to begin with. There has never been a study that says children that are exposed to violent or bad language, whatever content, that it affects it affects them at all. Uh, I'll say yeah, outright sexual content needs to wait. But there's never been anything that says that a child saw graphic content and it fucked them up for life. That is it's, a conservative. No. Bullshit. What, so is, kids aren't allowed in museums because there's nude paintings all over the place. There are societies all over the place where nudity isn't that big of a yeah, deal. But the, where, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Know? It's non-sexualized nudity. Uh-huh. But this, it, they were the the part of with the nudity that they're talking about is is when they're hosed down before they go to the gas chambers. Jesus Christ! Like that is not sexualized in any no. way. No, there is not some kid. It, well, maybe there is. It I don't fucking it know. Maybe have... Tucker Carlson is mad that he can't jerk off to that clip anymore <laughs> of the mice getting put to the gas chamber. It's... He probably jerks off to Schindler's List. It's not – it has nothing to do with language. The fact that all this started at once, it has to do with the fact that it's teaching the Holocaust. The people behind this, the campaign, they're trying to erase the Holocaust because once you erase it, you can repeat it. Yeah, and now that uh, it was it was harder to erase it when people had lived through it were still alive. I remember when I I remember when I was in school. I'm younger than everyone else in this room, and they had Holocaust survivors come into class and tell us about their experience. Like like that that's that's real shit. Like if they want to talk about like I'm sorry you can't sanitize the fucking holocaust. Uh you can't sanitize human history. You can't. No, but this really this, this comes amid also the big conservative push to really just kind of whitewash it all of history anyways, you know, we've constantly talked critical about critical race, race theory. theory, you know. That's that's the one thing. But, but that, this me- is what it is. Think of the things they're trying to erase. The holocaust, slavery. When when those things aren't being taught and people don't know that is when other people can come in and repeat and do the same exact thing and that's over again. why all these things this happen is in a why this cycle is happening. in human history that is why humans are fucking garbage because we have no fucking memory we live a hundred years and these things happen in cycles yeah what baffles me is that not one one not fucking one that was a 10-0 unanimous decision to remove this have you book. seen the board 
Yeah, I'm sure they're all fucking fascists. Have you seen the board? I have not seen the board, but I could could probably imagine. Because if it's it's McMinn County and I I have a Guess the demographic. White males? I'm going to say older white males with no... There's two older white Karens in there somewhere. No, yeah. Is there any women? (laughs) There's like three or four women. Okay. Oh, there's one younger guy. One of the women is younger. But they're all white, older. Other than them, they're all white and older. Well, yeah. How, what's the uh, what's the demographic in McMahon County? I mean, it's pro- it's it's, uh, it's mid- from what I see when I go to like to to where I work there. It's you know it's, I would say eighty five, eighty seven percent. McMahon County and Polk County are right next to each other in this area. So when I live down in Bradley County, which is right next to both of them, it touches both of them. I was warned pretty early on. Not really warned, but I was told about how they don't have... They're 90% white. How much? They're 90% white. So they don't have sunset laws on the book, but there are sunset laws in certain areas where the black people know don't go into uh, Polk County after night. So I know Spiegelman... Um, I know he chimed in. I know we can have some quotes <laughs> for him. His quote is fucking great. He had a few great quotes, but what I so I read an article on NBC and they spoke to an assistant principal. They actually spoke to an wow. educator. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the educator said this: "I can talk of the history. I was a history teacher, and there is nothing pretty about the Holocaust. And for me, this is a great way to depict a horrific time in history." He was he was saying this is a great tool. It's a Pulitzer Prize fucking winning. It's, it, it it is a great tool, Mike. So it's a it was a great to him. He said this is a great. Tool. He's an educator, and they're not listening to the fucking educators. I, I've, have you watched the right wing discourse around this? They are trying to lie and say that they are pulling the book isn't banned and they're pulling it, but that's complete bullshit. It is banned. They they're banned as in it's not like so. This book was on the curriculum that it was being taught, but it's been banned now. Which doesn't only mean it's not being taught, but they are removing it from, from the, everywhere. From the library, the school libraries. Yeah. Just there. Yeah. So it's not only that they, it was uh, in part of the curriculum, and that curriculum was to put it into – was to put – to teach the Holocaust. That was the, the that moment. Right. In, so, so basically what this attack is on is they are removing that cornerstone of the curriculum so that they won't teach the Holocaust. Let I me, like the Spiegelman quote. Let me hear the Spiegelman quote because I have something for you because I found something that you, I think you as a parent will just be like, the fuck, that's not how that works. Go ahead. So Spiegelman, would, like he was talking about, he, he did make a few quotes, but this part's my favorite. He's like, I also understand that Tennessee is obviously demented. <laughs> There's something going on very, very haywire there. And I, I, I agree. As a Tennessean, yeah. He, I called agree. It Orwe- he called it Orwellian. Yeah. So, so okay, so this was... This is one of the board, men, board, uh, board members, um, Allman. He said, I understand that on TV and maybe at home, these kids hear worse. But we were talking about things that if a student went down the hallway and said this, our disciplinary policy says that, that they can be disciplined, and rightfully so. Are we teaching this and going against policy? Now, Al, you have a child. And do you think, you, did your child at 13, 14, that's about age, eighth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think they'd have the ability, the cognitive ability to recognize that things they read in a book may not be appropriate to say outside the fucking, outside the classroom? Yeah, absolutely. So Without this is a, a fucking non-starter to me. That's a bullshit fucking it's, argument. It's he knows absolutely it. absolutely is. And the yeah. thing is, is... It, I'm looking at what? Stephanie right now, who, has, who literally thing, has that role for her kid. Here, here's the thing. 
when you're teaching this in the classroom setting, you have the opportunity to teach these kids that, you know, what's wrong about this, why we don't use these words. If you're not teaching it in the classroom setting, you are removing that. You are the, but, like, there's, but, there's certain things that I choose to teach my child rather than letting the school teach them because I want it taught the right way. I don't want my kid going out and, like, d- discovering or learning so- about something their own way, which could give them, like, a completely different view. And this is what's happening when we look at, you know, gamers or the fucking Nazi community that's targeting teenagers on the internet if we're not teaching the holocaust in school you're gonna have nazis in the fucking games your kids playing teaching them about the holocaust and it's going to be a completely different lesson i mean we've already seen a rise a drastic rise in the in the not only alt-right but neo-nazi movement they're growing in fucking numbers and they're targeting the kids yeah that is their their biggest target the fucking the I mean, not just republicans i'm talking about the people who openly tell you i'm a fascist holocaust was a good thing not the deniers the ones that will tell you it did happen and it happened for a reason and we like this reason those people are 100 percent targeting teenage kids 12 year olds anybody if your kid is on awesome. a gaming system and they have access to chat you can probably guarantee that there is a nazi in that chat trying uh, chat trying to the, red pill your child there's also 10 of them on the mcminns county school board. apparently yes <laughs> i mean these are the same people that would decry us tearing down a Confederate monument. Yes. Because that's, these are the same fucking Erasing people. history. Same fucking people who would say that are the same ones who voted 10. I'm going to say it again. 10 because not one person had a fucking spine to say that our kids need to be taught th- this critical tool. 80% to of this county voted for uh, Trump. There's no chance at all for any diversity in that, on that school board. That's why it's a 10 to 0, because there's no diversity. There's no outside point they're, of view. They're 90% These people, white, like, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's, they're, they're, they're like, I, I've no, I know these small towns. Your, your community shapes you in so many ways, and when the majority of the people there all have the same beliefs and same viewpoints on everything, Christian, God, it makes it so much harder to step out of that. And it's like to get somebody, you know, it most likely those people didn't have a Democrat to run against. There was no opposition for those seats because if you know, if you see election after election, you know, Republican won, Republican won, this racist son of a bitch won. Why are you going to put your time and money into something that you know damn well you're going to lose? Spiegel was right. There's something very twisted going on there. Most of those people are pieces of shit. I they, ho- yeah, I, I lived down there. I hated when I lived down in Bradley County, which is a little probably. I mean, it's more diverse than McMinn or Polk. I was fucking miserable there. I hated every fucking yeah, exactly. day. The smart people it's, leave. It's like <laughs> it, for me. I remember Liberal bitching flight. at the time. The people there were content with what they knew, and they had no interest in learning more and growing more. They were happy the way they were. And, like, for me, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> I Like, my depression was worse there than it's ever been. I hated that place. Well, I, the, the time and time again, every time I talked about, especially, you know, the various locations I traveled to, the one that had the worst, 
adoption rate of wearing masks and adhering to safety protocols was the one in McMinn Ath- County. Athens. Athens, which yep. is, resides in McMinn County. The fucking okay. absolute worst. I mean, it's even to this day, like when, right, you know, the, the, the more east I get in Knoxville, the more I see the, the, more I see the adoption of masks. I wonder what their vaccination rate's at. Oh, don't probably 35% at probably. best. Probably thirty five percent, and that's probably just the older generation who understood the the risk that that they that the older ones were definitely the most at risk. The younger I mean, I fuck I I agree with digging my heels and fighting for Knoxville and my neighbor and my home, but a place we, like that you can't. We lost. They're they're gone. They're too far you, gone. eighty percent is a tough number to overcome. Eighty percent of someone, literally eighty percent of a demographic voting for a candidate is a tough number to overcome. I think that's why, like, when I moved to Knoxville, like, the first fucking thing I did was get involved in activism. It's just like, you know, I, I see. I see what things can be like. I don't fucking want to live in that world. You would have been alone <laughs> out there. It, yeah, there's no way I could have. But, like, once I escaped, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm, I'm not going back to that fucking life. Fuck it. It's not good. <laughs> uh, what, what age did you guys first see uh, Schindler's List at? I I don't like. I could not tell you. My parents didn't show it to me. I watched my it in didn't school show it when I was, I think, fifth grade, so ten. I mean, I was watching inappropriate media when I was really young, but I saw it when I was on. They showed it on PBS. It was played over and over again. Dude, my mom blocked MTV from our TVs. PBS. We were censored. Did, did schools? Did, did schools uh, play? I was still? in Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. Actually, I, think I may have seen it in school. I don't know if I did or not. When that, it comes to history, I'm an old bitch, dude. I'm old now. It's <laughs> when it comes to history, especially the Holocaust and the civil rights or slavery and all of that. My best, the my foundation and the best education I got in school was in Kansas, which you. is weird. When I hear about Kansas yeah. now, I'm like, man, you guys did such a good job educating me to where I carried that shit all through my life. And what the fuck are you guys doing now? I was in Indiana, Indianapolis, uh, to be precise, and I know, I know, I saw like Holocaust videos. I know I saw uh, through almost first, probably sixth, seventh, and eighth, you know, or at least you know eighth and then into high school. They, when you know, when you go to history things, they would continuously show the things as as you progress. So I couldn't pinpoint when, but now they're. Literally voting to remove a critical tool that would teach someone that's, you know, a 13 or 14 year old is, you know, they're still obviously minds are still developing. But it's it was when you have the educators coming to the school board and saying this is a critical. There were two people that came up literally and they voted against it, dismissing that with some bullshit claim that had nothing to do with anything and anything that pertains to reality, because we all know these children experience profanity and nudity outside of that. Yeah. Did you guys read the the books? Uh, no, I don't think I've actually read it. I had, I had not, I knew about it, but I had not, but I I did. Have you been to the Holocaust museum? I have not. In DC? Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel when you walked out of that place? It's a somber place. It, it's just you, like everything's just fucking drained from you. Like you, you don't live it, but you, you get a sense of just how devastating it is when you see it. And I read those books, and I would almost compare like the the feeling like that somber feeling afterwards. That once you finish the book while you're reading it, you get that same feeling. And, it, like, 
to give kids because and i think it's important that you like the first time i went to the holocaust museum i was 13 i took my kid when they were 10 um i think that's important that people feel that that they need to know what that feeling is and the book being a graphic novel makes it palatable to where the kids can read it you know it's not a full book it's not it's it's you know illustrated the whole way through so kids will sit down and read it and more willingly than they will a book and that was a great way of teaching them and that school just fucking yanked it I think a lot of these censorship people, even the people that would write, even if there were some on the member of the board that literally thought, "Oh, we need kids to not see any any kind of nudity, any kind of this." The, there's certain parents out there, sure, mostly Christian, because Christians are pieces of shit. Fuck all Christians, push them in the mud, step on their face. Uh, <laughs> that that there's this line of thinking that they they want to shield their kids from the real world, and they think they're sh- they want to shield them from the Holocaust, basically. But as the like I said, there's no actual evidence that showing kids viol- even violent content, like if you fucking watch. Kill Bill when you're five. It's not gonna fuck your fucking five year old up. Christians took their kids to go fucking watch uh, the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, but I fucking that that was my other point. But these people, like, even if they genuinely think that they are trying to protect them from graphic content, but what the the actual evidence shows that when those kids come of age and they go out into the real world, they're hit by a truck. It's happening to a lot of Zoomers right now as they're just coming of age because the real world isn't fucking edited for them. They don't get their their safe space where they don't get to see the Holocaust is prevented from their eyes. And a lot of that is a lot of Christian thinking because they want to control so much of how somebody thinks as much as they can. You know, they try to do it once they're they, – they, it's like they try to build – up to 18, and then hopefully once they get to 18, they can still push as much as of their control as they can. But beyond that, they hope they're already in the church because the whole thing with the church is you have to come to church three times a week because if you ever have an original thought in your head, you might leave us. Uh, Counter- counterpoint to that, um, <clears throat> not true of all Christianity. In fact, one of the, the, the most exposure I actually got to the Holocaust was when I was in San Antonio – uh, living with my stepmother, who was a devout Jehovah's Witness, because the Jehovah's Witnesses apparently were also gathered up along with the Jews, except they had what's called a purple triangle. There's really a movie called The Purple Triangle mm-hmm. that depicts. So I was so at least that version of Christianity um, recognizes because they were victims of it. But anyone who was not a victim, the perpetrators of were Catholic, by the way. It was funny, like all of these sanctioned by the church Christians backing this stuff. They don't seem to understand that, like, once one sect of Christianity gets power, they that's why at they're that all point fighting in time, to make sure they're in power. At that point in time, they get to say that your form of Christianity isn't right. Yeah, and that but leads like, to, to my other point: is we need to. Like it, I, the conservatives hit up their emails and spam them, and we need to do the same and say, "Hey, there's a book, and I'm worried that children are looking at this book full of sexual content, graphic content. It's called the Bible. Yeah, and, and it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. This book is inappropriate. I've seen, I've seen somebody else suggest that. And there's and it's really ton- fucking brilliant. There's tons and tons. Like the Bible is wildly inappropriate by those same there's standards. Really, I think 
I think we should start with cock? Chattanooga because Chattanooga has a Christian um, history class or some bullshit like that where they read the Bible. Do we do and we just spam with the, the the scripture that says there she left it after uh, after the men whose genitals were that as a we absolutely and can of, bring that in and be like this be is, like it has incest but, in like, it and the, so it's supposed to be an optional class but I've known people who have um, I enrolled their kids mine. down in Chattanooga who were told like yeah you have to take this class I was I it was, was a little like shit a starter in my high school and we had an optional Christian Bible studies class and I tried every fucking year of high school to get into it the teacher knew me and I think that he was literally like. No, like that kid is going to start shit if he gets in here. I think that'd likely be the thing that would happen to me in high school too. I wanted. We didn't have one in my school. Well, no, because so in high school, I was in San Antonio. I was already fucking going to Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall meetings. You know, two hours on Sunday, two hours on Thursday. Did you have dances fucking, where you had to keep the space for the Holy Spirit? I think that you no, should. No, no. Uh, I think you should dox all ten uh, board members in the show notes. I could. I could do that. I mean, yeah. it's public. It's public knowledge. It's not exactly, already, it's public yeah. knowledge. It's, it's not doxing when they're public. But yeah, well, get it out there. Put and, their addresses. Uh, send put their them addresses emails on there. letting them know that uh, the Holocaust was real and uh, gonna get infested with mice. So, uh, but it, before <laughs> we cats on the school board. So we were talking. When, something sprung into my mind about fucking Christians and the um, erasing of history and the you know how how the how the hypocrisy of removing. Confederate uh, monument leaders to Confederate monuments, things like that. Crown College, I didn't. We missed this uh, in December of last year, but it's still ongoing because there's a petition. So December of last year, uh, December twenty third. So it's not that long ago. The president um, of Crown College here in Knoxville wants to put a slew of uh, Confederate statues. Um, Forests and a bunch of KKK. It's any of them that have been taken down across the country. Any of them that the left has opposed and successfully got taken down. This college wants to put them all around their campus. Is this not a Christian college? Is that what, what Crown College is? I'll tell you what it is. Tell so me. Christian colleges, for one, they get to discriminate, first of all, private schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. They probably have, like, a couple of, like, black Christian students, and they're like, oh, fuck, this is getting dangerous. How do we discourage them from coming to our school? Oh, that's it. We'll just get all the fucking racist monuments we can and put it all around here. Make it real comfortable or uncomfortable for them. So someone started a petition um, to, like, let's not allow this, you know, fucking disgusting display of hatred in our communities and did they get kicked out no he, he's the, the 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 president is literally leaving threatening uh voicemails to intimidate him to remove the petition like because they're they're wanting to put these this, this this these aren't homages to history these are glorifying racist ass hatred leaders that's all that is that's that's exactly and, what it is and yeah i'm not surprised that fucking crown college wants to do that <laughs> like it's not that crown is jesus's crown when he comes back to murder everyone everyone always talks about how jesus is so peaceful but they forget that whole part of the bible where he comes back for revenge he literally <laughs> said well jesus literally said i'm you know i i'm i didn't come to bring the pen i came to bring the sword like that's literally what he said like jesus is a piece of shit i'm saying it now if you ever see a christian push their face in the fucking mud Part two. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we have an update on what happened in uh, Knoxville a few weeks back. Um, a, a man named Robert Bailey was, he died while in custody. Um, police wouldn't give out um, body cam footage. Um, that's when David Hayes was arrested a few weeks back. We were upset about that. Can I ask real quick, was that the decision of the DA? The DA. So she went to a judge and got it. Well, the family got to see part of the video. 12 minutes were taking out. And the office people were like, yeah, we'll get those 12 minutes and schedule for you to come. During that time that they were watching it, though, the DA, Sharm Allen, went to a judge to get it like sealed so it couldn't be released. And th- then she went on to the media saying, no, we're going to let the family see this video. Everything's fine. Then an article came out with the family being like, well, we set up an appointment to see those other 12 minutes and we were denied. We were told we would not get to see them. So she went back on her promise to let us see the video. The autopsy report came back yesterday, I believe, and um, he he died of an overdose. Um, from there, they did release the twelve minute video, and you can see he he did. It. They put him in the um, wagon. His hands, I guess, were cuffed in the front. Cuffed in the front. So he he tried to put the drugs in. I guess they didn't search him, or maybe he had it hidden where he could still access it with his he hands. He had bags of drugs, so he was poor. If searched, he was poorly searched. Yeah, so he tried to put one in like this grate on the side of the van, and then that didn't work. So he fucking swallowed them. Um, coroner found one bag still intact, and the other one was not. Um, you know what? My my first thought of this was. How sad of an affair is it where one person is willing to risk everything, everything, everything to avoid because of the the harsh drug sentences and the penalties, the punitive, the, the how the system itself is punitive, not rehabilitative, right? And literally to risk everything to hope that the, those those bags stay in the containers to avoid the the repercussions, the harsh harsh repercussions for having those on him. I mean that the, the state of mind one would have to have to put that risk because I, I can't imagine how you know how afraid he was for the rest of his life. Yep. To, you know, you know, I, black men in prison, or you know, there's that issue as well. People, black people die in prison. We have covered a story. You know, we we covered two or three stories where you know black pe- black people have been killed in prison. Literally feared so much for the what 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 would happen that he did that, and that's just kind of a sad thing. Now this is like. Uh- um, I got subpoenaed to go to court for my car accident um, last year where someone was running from the cops. And I, w- I was pissed off at the driver. Then I saw they arrested a black man. I can't even say for sure like that he was the man that hit me. But if he was, I don't actually I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at fucking policing in this country for making it so somebody is worried that their life is going to be fucking over if they get pulled over and decide to run. That's what pisses me off. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. I and I understand 100% why a white or why a black man in that position would choose to run. Like oh, yeah. you know, like yes, I could have fucking died. But at the same time, he was probably scared if he got pulled over, he would die. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a real invalid fear. 
I, I kind of want to go. Was it now Charm Allen? This is the name really sounds really familiar because I'm pretty sure that we had to fight Charm Allen over the release Anthony of, Thompson the, of the Anthony Thompson video. So why is Charm Allen such a piece of shit DA that is, that tries to hide? What is the rash or the reasoning that she continuously uses to prevent? The release of the the public release of these videos. To... She's just a piece of shit. That's okay. that's the bottom line. That's it. Okay. But did, what, did she give a reasoning to the family why she initially removed the twelve minutes? It was under investigation. For what? If if the if if the video evidence was she afraid that you know that it would be publicly knowledge that the officers performed a poor search of this of this man that that allowed him to ingest this the, that amount of drugs? I mean, well, he had enough. She to... did the same thing for Ant too. Yeah. No, it's actually recommended that law enforcement get that body cam footage out like immediately because it improves trust in the police. It makes people feel like, you know, the fucking police department isn't hiding things. I think it's and a PR she, thing. She I think it's a PR thing because it allows it gives them time to craft the message they want to they want to craft. Most cities do not hold on to it. This is her this is not the fucking norm. We see all the time where, like, all like one day we hear someone who was shot, and then that same day we have a video, or the next day we have a video. This is her. Yeah. This is her. She like, and it, it's but, all but, it's doing. It is. It's pissing off the community. We we put those. Bo- we paid for those fucking body cameras. We did that because we want accountability. We want to see what the fucking police are doing. TBI will release body cam footage if they have it um, while an active investigation. That fucking body cam footage is not going to fuck up your investigation. It's not. But do you think I'm thinking, do you think she's she's um, preventing the release of those to allow them to craft their public response to the occurrences? in Probably. Probably. Because I can't think of any other reason why. Because especially in this situation, you know, Ant was harder to defend because of, you know the the, the 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 blatant actions of the cops and how they and and how they performed the arrest. And I might air quote the word arrest on that. But you can't. Aside from a shitty search, there's no reason they wouldn't release this video to. If I mean. They searched the outside of your body. If while he was stopped, he shoved that shit like inside of him. The cops aren't going to find it. Right. Um, but putting his hands, like it was, if that were the case, say he put it up his ass. I'm not, I don't know if that's the case, but say he did to hide it. His hands can get there <laughs> and to his mouth. Um, so, and I think that's part of the reason why they put handcuffs behind the back, typically. Um, I think I read that he was complaining of some pain or some discomfort yeah um there's also other places if he put it in his sock under his shoe or put it then had a shoe and they searched the top of the socks to feel around something the outreach Um, here is not actually towards the cops and the rest because you know him ingested him ingesting the drugs that 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 was that was him and his fear for the 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 punitive damages is outrageous charming. The outrageous charming because for weeks she left this she she left this and that information out and so what are what is the community thinking? We don't know what happened to cause the death of this person. And this is a a reoccurring issue with the Knoxville Police Department, and it makes us question like everything. We were already questioning so much that happened with police because we'd hear two different stories, 
And we never got proof. We never found out, you know, someone shot in the back. Oh, well, he grabbed a gun. How the fuck do we know that? And co- we know, and we fucking we know cops lie. We've seen all the time right. where they release a statement, and then later the video comes out that it shows it was, they were completely full of shit. Right. So it, that's that's where the outrage lies. It's with it's with. I've noticed that it's every time, every time we've I've seen evidence or video not being released is because she's got her little fingers all over that mm-hmm. all over that, and and even to deny it to the family is just a piece of shit move. Yes, the the family should have been allowed to see that. Yeah, and she did. She I don't. I may have asked this. She may have answered it, and I'm just I forget. Did she offer the family an explanation of why she? Re- it was under investigation. investigation? That's that that's noise. the only explanation she's given. Criminal investigation. I don't understand why the family. What's the family going to do if they? Because the family could only see it in a controlled setting. But the family can, if the cops did something wrong, the family can go to the media and say what they saw. So. I mean, I get that, but it's in a control that they can't leave with evidence of what they saw, you know, so it's... I mean, but it's still, a, the family going to the media saying this is what they saw, it's going to have legitimacy It will have some weight to it. Will have some yeah. weight to it. I, I get it, but I, I, it's, it's, there was nothing criminal in this incident. No. Uh, it's such a piece of shit. And she literally allowed discord, or dis, discourse between the activists who were pushing for that to be released... And the people who are like just com- the just comply folks to kind of combat each other, especially online when they're talking about these stories. And, the, and so, if you release that, like that's gone. That's gone. The ev- the information. No, is it's there. not. No, it's not. It's I mean, going it, to continue. Look at fucking George Floyd. They're still saying, "Well, he just could have should have complied." Uh, you know that that they're the fucking rights that he should have complied is going to be there no matter what the fucking situation is. They were saying that about Ant, even though he didn't even have a goddamn chance to comply. I can't trust a damn thing they say because it took them two, two, three weeks. Three. It was like nearly a month to come out with this. Like they were getting their story straight. That's well, we, what that time was. We talked about. They needed that long to get their story straight. It was at least yep. two. It was at least two or three weeks because we talked about the the arrest and update two or three, uh, three weeks ago. Was the first time we talked about the the arrest of David Hayes, and he was there the day after. He uh, led a march. I think he led some sort of event because to find out, you know, what it happened. Was, with no, this person. it wasn't even that. It was it was fucking. It was over the. Um, no, that's when he got arrested. I think he had an event. I think there was like some sort of you know because there was no transparency regarding the death oh. of him of Bailey. I think he, there was some event that he led or he was at. I think I may misremember, but I know there was some sort of gathering over Bailey. Because there was no transparency. Well, there, over why I he think died. there was like a vigil. Yeah, oh, it was just a That's, vigil. Yeah, okay, I would imagine. I mean, would. they probably had some speaking about that as well. But I I'm think just, it was it was to detail. It was three, three or four weeks ago. That that yeah. long. It's fucking uh, inexcusable. Inexcusable. You know, when it's we have a lot of cities who will again same next day release that information. It's advised for like by by. People involved in law enforcement will advise. You think about the Anthony Thompson Jr. case. The cops involved were asking for the release. You know? Remember this. That's right. Like, even the Except for the one who shot the cops. I think he was still... I think it was like it wasn't all but one cop. One I, I think it was all but one. I think the one who actually pulled the trigger that shot the guy that shot the cop in the leg was one that didn't. Yeah. I don't remember that. But part, yeah, the but... other. I remember three of the four cops were like, "Release it," yeah. and she was like, "Nah." She's. I, I can't stand her. We need to get her out. Well, so the other thing, 
thought would be good to talk about is um this this off duty cop from um New Jersey. So he went his name's Louis Santiago. He yep. went out to a Halloween party and as he's leaving he had a few drinks there. When he's leaving he ended up hitting a pedestrian who was a nurse also leaving a Halloween party. And apparently, like, some of her costume had fur, so he, he claims he thought it was an animal at first. <laughs> so he, he, like, leaves the scene, he goes back, leaves again, goes back. Finally, he goes and he puts her in his car, takes her home. And I guess he tells his parents. He's living at home with his parents, I guess. He tells them what happened. The mom's like, go fucking put it back. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they're like a body in his car. The dad is the one who calls the police on the son. So when he gets to the spot where the accident happened, the police show up while he's there unloading a body. The person that he fucking yeah, killed. The mom was actually trying to help him cover it up. So yeah. she was actually trying to remove, help remove the blood from the stain. The, the, yeah. the father was the only person who actually he called the, the, the actual authorities. Cops are the dad's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Oh it's, my God. It put the body back where you hit it. Jesus Christ. Now I know that there's some sort of parental instinct in protecting your child. I, I can get that. To some extent. I've already had the conversation but with my But you come kid. into my house with a dead fucking body. Listen, I draw the line. I, I mean, I've, I've already had this conversation. There is a lot I will have your back on. So much. You don't even know all the things I will have your back on. But if you kill somebody, don't don't look at me for protection. Uh, and if it's self-defense, I got my kids back. But no, you, you just fucking... You're driving drunk. And you kill somebody and you bring the body home? No, man, you're on your own. Sorry. Love you, kid. But. Now, if this is a trained, I'm going to air quote this, trained police officer. Wouldn't he think his best bet, if he wanted to avoid getting arrested for this crime, would be to simply leave the scene of the accident, clean up the car, discard of clothing, before going home because a lot of pedestrian hit a lot of killed pedestrians go unsolved now he was drunk and dumb but he, like that's the yeah like he did everything wrong yeah what a fucking <laughs> everything moron. wrong it was I, I i love i love that there's only one person that actually did the right thing on his father who was so mad i want to clarify though when i said like my kids on their own no i'll still help them pay for a lawyer i'll still you know put things on their books i won't do the um oh you won't hire an attorney and not for your children like no the- <laughs> no i won't do what the fucking little shithead school shooters parents did and try to leave the fucking country and abandon them yeah <laughs> You wouldn't do that. You mean you wouldn't pay a, a play a high paying attorney for yourself and not for your kid? Yeah, no, that that's not what I would do. <laughs> what this is such a such a bizarre story. I still love that it still took him an additional what an additional month to even get before he was taken into custody. Yeah, yeah. But he was ultimately charged on on twelve felonies and pled not guilty. So. This is one of the most bizarre things. I, I mean, I 
if if my kid rolled in with a dead body, like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? No, get that shit out of here. <laughs> Why would you make me, like, an accessory I don't know. I didn't raise shit. no snitch, and I'm going to snitch on somebody. Dustin, it's... you show up my house with my dead body and be like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fucking snitching on your fucking kids over here? I'm not snitching. <laughs> but don't fucking involve me in it. Okay, fine. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, Dustin, cooking. I'm still going to help you with that body. Oh, okay, well, see, Sam, you got my back. So, but, but, but I wouldn't make it. Because if I show up at Al's place, I would now I was complicit. See, now you're going to go into my place when you get yeah, a dead body. Yeah, I know, I know exactly where to go. You want. Be the accessory. Don't make me the fucking accessory. Look, I'm a homie, okay? So I'm going to put Sam's address on the show notes if you need a uh, dead body. I don't know of. those people. I know you. <laughs> I help homies with their dead bodies. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap us up for episode 49 of A Positive on the Fringe. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. As always, you can check us out on social media. If you would like links to the articles or to contact the show, visit us at apostatepod.com, and we will see you all next week. Fuck Nazi cats that hate Jewish mice. Fuck M&Ms, even the sexy ones. Tucker Carlson definitely wants to fuck M&Ms, yeah. but fuck all 10 McMinn County fucking school. Yeah, uh, fuck them all. Shove their face in the mud. <laughs> on the fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the atheist society of knoxville for links to all our musical contributors go to apostatepod.com and check the about us page a big thank you to michael scott arden who allows the show to use his full catalog